0: "'Have you now?' a gloomy-looking soul said from a far nook. "'Have you indeed?' This man held the rank. Major Tom Cundall. At first Winthrop could not tell whether the flight commander was warm or not. After nightfall, almost everyone in the war had the predatory, haunted cast of expression associated with the undead. "'A warm fellow,' Cundall commented, vampire-mouth curving. You could always see it in their smiles.' "'Diogenes sticks to its old ways.' Spencer was a living man. At least, he had been the last Winthrop saw him. So was Beauregard. It was not consistent policy, just the way things worked out. There was no preference for the warm, quite the reverse. "'Is some sneak bomb Diogenes?' asked a pilot, smiling savagely. "'Steady on, Courtney,' said another man. Huns, who attacked rear positions, were almost heroes to front-line men. A staff officer's red pips were a mark of cane. The scarlet blots on his insignia invited scorn. Winthrop hadn't asked for a safe posting, any more than he'd asked to be roped into the Diogenes Club. Again, it was just the way things worked out. "'Captain Spencer has had a nervous collapse,' Winthrop said, affecting cool. "'He suffered self-inflicted wounds.' "'Good Lord,' said a man with red hair. "'Careless with a jolly revolver,' sneered Courtney. He had burning daredevil eyes, an antipodean twang and a razor double dash of moustache. "'For shame!' "'Captain Spencer drove four three-inch nails into his skull,' Winthrop said. "'He's on indefinite leave.' "'I knew something was not right with the man.' said a hollow-voiced American, looking up from a Paris paper. "'Well, if a chap's caught trying to give himself a blighty one, it's usually the firing squad,' said Courtney. Captain Spencer was under a great deal of strain. "'Lot of that about,' commented the American. A black hat shaded his gaunt face, but his eyes burned in the dark. "'Leave Winthrop the Allard,' Cundle insisted. "'Don't kill the messenger.' Ballard pointed his prominent nose back at the newspaper. He was following the exploits of Judex the Vigilante. According to the press, Judex was a vampire too. The vampire with red hair wanted more news of Spencer, but Winthrop had nothing further to report. He had only glimpsed the officer as he was taken to the ambulance. He was being dispatched to Craig Lockhart War Hospital near Edinburgh, commonly known as Dottyville. There was discussion about the singular method Spencer had chosen to make an invalid of himself. Allard said that in the old days, it was the practice in parts of the rushes for vampire killers to favour iron spikes in the skull over wooden stakes through the heart. "'Where did you get all this, Grew? Courtney asked. "'I make it my business to know evil things,' said Allard, eyes like coals. Suddenly, for no reason the American laughed his throat-deep, black chuckle, grew into a resonant, mirthless explosion. Winthrop was not the only one to cringe. "'I wish you wouldn't do that, Allard,' Condal said. "'It sets the dogs to howling.' Even for vampires, the pilots were unnerving. Like the French Groupe de Sigogne, Condor was a squadron of survivors, almost a squadron of sole survivors. To win a place, a man had to outlive his fellows many times over. Some were famous, among the highest-scoring allied aces. Winthrop wondered if any resented assignment to duties which offered fewer opportunities for individual victories. At wing, some disparaged Candle's condors as glory-hounds and meddled murderers. Beauregard warned him not to let the pilots rag him too much. With a deal of clumping, a young vampire dragged himself down a twisted staircase. His limbs were bent out of true, but he got around capably. He wiped his red mouth with a white scarf. From his flush, Winthrop knew he'd just fed. Away from the lines, there were usually grateful, if pricey, French gulls. If not, there was livestock. Spencer's tried a Maldivian headache remedy, Ball, Courtney told the crooked man. Nails in the brain. Ball pulled himself across the room, making monkey use of handholds on the beams. He settled comfortably into a chair by the gramophone, eyes swimming in blood. Some vampires lulled in repletion like snakes.